Welcome to Zichud Avsi Man Memer by Ram Goldhar, and today Masechus Gittin Daf Tezayin, the second parakam may be get. The Zichud Masechus Gittin program has been generously sponsored by Zeicha Nishmas Chaya Hadas Basender. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara explains that Ilfa's question on Daf Tezvav Amabes, whether one can purify his hands half at a time, is in a case where the first half remained Topeichel Hatpiach, moist enough to moisten something else it touches enough that it can moisten something else. The Gemara asks that a Bryce that teaches such moisture is considered a connection. So what is Ilfa's question? It answers that the Bryce may be reviewed as opinion regarding a mikvah. For we learn in a mission in Mikvos, mikvah a mikvah which has precisely the minimal 40 saw of water. And two people went down and immersed themselves one after the other. Rishon The first is Tawar, but the second is Tame because some water was removed when the first person left. Rebuda says, If the feet of the first were touching the water during the second tevilah, even the second person is tower, because we say, good achis, extend and lowered, to consider the water on his body still connected to the mikvah. This reasoning does not apply to washing hands half at a time. Point number two, the Gemara brings two questions of a combining methods of washing one's body regarding Tuma and Tahara. Number one, Rabbi Yirmiya quoted in Mishnah, one whose head and majority of his body was immersed in drawn water on the day he was tovel. Or a Tahara person upon whose head and majority of his body fell three lugin of drawn water, Tame, becomes rabbinically Tame. Rabbi Yirmiya asked, if one washed half his body through immersion and half through pouring, does he become tame? And number two, Rapapa quoted in Mishnah, an ill balkari upon whom they poured nine kabim of water becomes tower for learning Torah without tefillah in a mikvah. Rapapa asked, if half his body underwent tefillah and half underwent pouring nine kabim of water, does he become tower? Both questions are left unresolved. And point with you, the Mishan Daf Tezvav Amun Alav taught that if one person says Bafani Nechtam and another says Bafani Nechtam, the get is not valid. Rabbi Yochanan said, according to one version, that this is only if they are not both Shluchim. But if the get comes from both their hands, it is valid. Although their testimony was not adequate, he holds two Shluchim bringing a get are not required to say Bafani Nechtam or Bafani Nechtam at all. The more than asked how Rabbi Yochan explains our Mishnah's Malchokas, where two witnesses said, Bafani Nechtam, and one said, Bafani Nechtam. This must be where only one is a Shaliach, so why would Rabbi Yehuda consider it valid? The more explains that although the single Shaliach is believed to confirm the signatures, the Tanakhama was concerned that people would think a single witness is also sufficient to confirm signatures, since the distinctive feature of the additional Bafani Nechtam is absent. Rabbi Yehuda was not concerned because the testimony of two witnesses about the writing indicates its uniqueness. In a second version, Rabbi Yochanan said that even if they're both shluchim, the get is invalid, and holds that two shluchim are required to say b'fani nechtam, b'fani nechtam. Accordingly, the case of the Machokas is where both witnesses are shluchim, and the Gemara initially explains that the Tanaim argue if the purpose of b'fani nechtam, b'fani nechtam, is for l'shma or to confirm the signatures. Rob explains the Machokas differently. So once again, the three points are, number one, the Gemara explains that Ilfa's question on Dav Tezvav Amabes, whether one can purify his hands half at a time, is in a case where the first half remained Topeach Lahat Piach, moist enough to moisten something it touches, enough that it can moisten something else. The Gemara asks that a Bryce teaches such moisture is considered a connection. So what is Ilfa's question? It answers that the Bryce may be reviewed as opinion regarding a mikvah. For we learn in a mission in mikvos, mikvah a mikvah which has precisely the minimal 40 saw of water. And two people went down 
and immerse themselves one after the other. Rishon Tower by Shani Tameh. The first is Tower, but the second is Tameh because some water was removed when the first person left. Rabbi Yudah says, If the feet of the first were touching the water during the second Tavila, even the second person is Tahor, because we say, good achis, extend and lowered, to consider the water on his body still connected to the mikvah. This reasoning does not apply to washing hands half at a time. Point number two, the Gemara brings two questions of combining methods of washing one's body regarding Tuma and Tahara. Number one, Rabbi Yirmiya quoted in Mishnah, one whose head and majority of his body was immersed in drawn water on the day he was Tovel. Or a Tahor person upon whose head and majority of his body fell three lugin of drawn water, Tame, becomes rabbinically Tame. Rabbi Yirmiya asked, if one washed half his body through immersion and half through pouring, does he become tame? And number two, Rapapa quoted a Mishnah, an ill balkari upon whom they poured nine kabim of water becomes tower for learning Torah without tefillah in the mikvah. Rapapa asked, if half his body underwent tefillah and half underwent pouring nine kabim of water, does he become tower? Both questions are left unresolved. And point with you, the Mishan Duff Tezvav Amanov taught that if one person says Bafani Nechtam and another says Bafani Nechtam, the get is not valid. Rabbi Yochanan said, according to one version, that this is only if they are not both Shluchim. But if the get comes from both their hands, it is valid. Although their testimony was not adequate, he holds two Shluchim bringing a get are not required to say Bafani Nechtam or Bafani Nechtam at all. The more than asked how Rabbi Yochan explains our Mishnah Smachokas, where two witnesses said, Bafani Nechtam, and one said, Bafani Nechtam. This must be where only one is a Shaliach, so why would Rabbi Yehuda consider it valid? The more explains that although the single Shaliach is believed to confirm the signatures, the Tanakhama was concerned that people would think a single witness is also sufficient to confirm signatures, since the distinctive feature of the additional Bafani Nechtam is absent. Rabbi Yehuda was not concerned because the testimony of two witnesses about the writing indicates its uniqueness. In a second version, Rabbi Yochanan said that even if they're both shluchim, the get is invalid, and holds that two shluchim are required to say b'fani nechtam, b'fani nechtam. Accordingly, the case of the Machokas is where both witnesses are shluchim, and the Gemara initially explains that the Tanaim argue if the purpose of b'fani nechtam, b'fani nechtam, is for l'shma or to confirm the signatures. Rabbi explains the Machokas differently. All right, so now we go to our Simidav Tezain, and our standard Simid is toes, and we often use an acrobat with big toes, an acrobat with big toes. So here goes. The acrobat in the mikvah act who kept his big green toes in the water after toveling, so the second person in the mikvah could become Tahor, who then did a backflip into a second mikvah and immersed half his body while water was poured over the other half, got interrupted by two shluchim on their way to deliver a get, who asked him if he happens to know whether they need to say, Bafani Nechtav, Bafani Nechtav. Once again, it's a motion. The acrobat in the mikvah act who kept his big green toes in the water. If acrobat with big toes, that must be on Duff Tezayan toes. The acrobat in the mikvah act who kept his big green toes in the water after toveling, so the second person in the mikvah could become tahor. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings a Mishnah mikvos, a mikvah sheish bo arbim sal mikuvanos, a mikvah which has precisely the minimum forty sal of water. And two people went down and immersed themselves, one after the other. Rishon tower v'sheni tummy. The first is tower, but the second is tummy because some water was removed when the first person left. But Rabbi Yehuda says, if the feet of the first were touching the water during the second tower, even the second person is tower because we say good achis extend and lower to consider the water on his body still connected to the mikvah.
So the acrobat in the mikveh act, who kept his big green toes in the water after toveling, so the second person in the mikveh could become Tahor, who then did a backflip into a second mikveh and immersed half his body while water was poured over the other half, which reminds us that more brings two questions of combining methods of washing one's body regarding Tuma and Tahara, one being from a papu quoted in the Mishnah, Balkari Khosh and Nasu of Tisha Kabin Maim Tower, and Il Balkari upon whom they poured nine Kabin of water becomes Tower for learning Torah without Tevila in a mikvah. Where Papa asked, Chesib Tevila, Chesib Nasina, if half his body underwent Tevila and half underwent pouring nine Kabin of water, does he become Tower? Both questions are left unresolved. So, the acrobat in the mikvah act who kept his big green toes in the water after toveling, so the second person in the mikvah could become Tahor, who then did a backflip into a second mikvah and immersed half his body while water was poured over the other half, got interrupted by two shluchim on their way to deliver a get who asked him if he happens to know whether they need to say Bafani Nachtav, Ubafani Nachtav, which reminds the more discusses if two shluchim bringing a get need to say Bafani Nachtav, Ubafani Nachtav. So once again, the acrobat in the mikvah act who kept his big green toes in the water after toveling, so the second person in the mikvah could become Tahor, who then did a backflip into a second mikvah and immersed half his body while water was poured over the other half, got interrupted by two shluchim on their way to deliver a get, who asked him if he happens to know whether they need to say, Bufani nachtav, Ubufani nachtam. Alright, so now it's time for four blabach hazara. Daf Yud So the similar Daf Yud is 12 brothers. So here goes. The twelve slave brothers, twelve brothers, that must be more tough. Yud The twelve slave brothers wearing green work clothes, who were offended when their master told them to let their earnings be their food, which reminds us more discusses whether one can force a slave to work without feeding him and say, let your earnings be your food. So the twelve slave brothers wearing green work clothes were offended when their master told them to let their earnings be their food, and then were outraged when he said he was keeping the medical expenses that someone paid for cutting off one of the brothers' hands, which reminds us, Rabbi Yochanan said, A kote yad avdo shel one who cuts off the hand of his friend's slaves, noisin shiftel rufua solarabo, gives compensation for his lost work during his recovering and healing expenses to the master, but also evid nizominatstaka, and that slave is fed from charity. Even though the master is being compensated for the slave's lost work, he's not required to feed him. This proves that with Yochanan holds one can require a slave to work without feeding him. The case was where the slave was estimated to require five days of treatment and was given powerful medication that healed him in three days at a lower cost, but with greater suffering. Rabbi Yochanan taught that even compensation for such suffering is a word to the master, not the slave. So the twelve slave brothers wearing green work clothes who were offended when their master told them to let their earnings be their food, and then were outraged when he said he was keeping the medical expenses that someone paid for cutting off one of the brothers' hands, decided to run away before their co master freed them and caused them a loss of truma. Which reminds us, Gamora brings Rabbi argument that freeing a slave causes him a loss of truma. Daf Yud Gimel. So the similar Daf Yud Gimel is a bar mitzvah boy. So here goes. The bar mitzvah boy, bar mitzvah boy. That must be more Daf Yud Gimel. The bar mitzvah boy in the green suit who was delighted when a healthy guest told another guest, you have a mana of mine, give it to the bar mitzvah boy, which meant he automatically acquired it, which reminds us, the next mission teaches that one who instructs a get to be given to his wife or evident dies, it cannot be given after his death. However, if he said, tenu mana ish pony umeis, give a mana to pony and he died, they should give it after his death. Rav said the ruling is only if the coins are piled and resting in a corner, and the benefactor said to give these coins. Two interpretations are given. Rav Zvid said the mission discusses a healthy person. Although a Kenyan is required, it was performed here with the Mamad Shoshtan in the presence of all three parties, himself, the intermediary, and the third party, and with the Mamad Shoshtan, the recipient automatically acquires it. Rav Papa said the mission discusses a Shrimera, a mortally ill person, who does not require a Kenyan.
So the bar mitzvah boy in the green suit who was delighted when a healthy guest told another guest, you have a man on mine, give it to the bar mitzvah boy, which meant he automatically acquired it, and then became sad when he overheard a man on his way to be executed say, write a get for my wife, which reminds the Gemara brings a mission with states, originally they would say, ishti, one who goes out in an iron collar to be executed and said, write a get for my wife, although he did not say, give it, they write and give it because he lacked the presence of mind. To speak clearly. So the bar mitzvah boy in the green suit who was delighted when a healthy guest told another guest, you have a man on mine, give it to the bar mitzvah boy, which meant he automatically acquired it, and then became sad when he overheard a man on his way to be executed say, write a gift for my wife, became happy again when another guest said, a mamet shloshim works even with a loan, which reminds us that the more discuss whether mamet lotion is not only effective for a deposit, but it's also effective for a loan, and if so, how? Daf Yadal, so the similar Daf Yadal is a hand, and we often use a juggler in the simon. So here goes. The juggler, juggler, that must be more enough. You doll it. And the juggler juggling green bills he was delivering to the creditor for the debtor, who said holach, which is like saying zechi, and was unable to retract, which reminds us, if one says holach manu aponi sha'ani chayvlo, bring this money to pony that I owe him. Rav says that the sender is still responsible for the money if it's lost until the creditor receives it, which completes the payment. Even so, if the debtor wishes to retract his payment from the shaliach, he cannot retract. But Shmuel says since the debtor is responsible for it, if he wishes to retract the payment, he can. The Gemara concludes that all agree that saying holach is ordinarily like zechi. Shmuel argues here that since he remains responsible for the mana, he does not intend for the creditor to acquire it yet. So the juggler juggling green bills he was delivering to the creditor for the debtor, who said holach, which is like saying zechi, and was unable to retract, and who had second thoughts about retrieving a silver cup for someone from very intimidating custodians who wanted him to accept liability, which reminds us, Gamora brings the incident in which Amarim were intimidated to give back a vessel sent with them if they didn't accept liability during the return trip. So the juggler chugging green bills he was delivering to the creditor for the debtor, who said holach, which is like saying zechi, and was unable to retract, and who had second thoughts about retrieving a silver cup from someone from very intimidating custodians who wanted him to accept liability, didn't know what to do with the money when he was informed both the sender and recipient died while he was in transit, which reminds us the more brings a five-way malkogas if the sender or recipient dies while the money is in transit. Daf Tezvav, so the similar Daf Tezvav is a fruit bowl. So here goes. The fruit-loving shaliach, who was embarrassed when he told Basin he got so distracted eating fruit from the green fruit bowl. Fruit bowl? That must be one of Tezvav. Tu Bishvat. Fruit, fruit bowl. The fruit-loving shaliach, who was embarrassed when he told Basin he got so distracted eating fruit from the green fruit bowl that he only saw the second half of the get being written, which reminds us the Mishnah discusses a shaliach who testifies about half of the writing or signing, and the Gemara clarifies if the shaliach only saw the second half of the get being written, the get is invalid. So the fruit-loving shaliach who was embarrassed when he told Basin he got so distracted eating fruit from the green fruit bowl that he only saw the second half of the get being written and then was informed that his testifying that he was the second signature doesn't help, which reminds the more taught that if the shaliach testifies he's the second signature, the get is puzzled. Ravashi explains that although ordinarily a single witness can confirm his own signature and a shaliach is believed to confirm the signature he saw, these two cannot be combined. Rather, okul bakim get it must be validated either entirely through a confirmation of the get with the signatures confirmed by two witnesses or the signers themselves, or entirely through the sage's decree of a shaliach testifying to both signatures. So the fruit-loving shaliach, who was embarrassed when he told Basin he got so distracted eating fruit from the green fruit bowl that he only saw the second half of the get being written, and then was informed that his testifying that he was the second signature doesn't help, proceeded to go and eat some Meisr fruit after washing his hands. Hands, 
in halves, which reminds us, Ilfa asked, Yadam Tahoris or Chatzain, or ain't Tahoris or Chatzain? Can hands become Tahor through washing by halves, or can they not become Tahor by halves? Alright, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which stuff to be the incident where Amarim were intimidated to accept liability for an item they were returning to its owner? That's on Dav. Yadalad. Good number 2. Which stuff they were in a Maimach Loshtan acquires with the deposit? That's on Dav. Yud Gimel. Good number three. Which stuff do we have a question if a ball carry is Tahor? If he half immersed in a mikvah and half had Tisha Kabin poured on him, that's on Dav. Tezayin. Good number four. Which stuff do we learn that if the Shuyach said that he only saw the second half of the get being written, the get isn't valid, that's on Dav. Tezvav. Good number five. Good number five. Which stuff do we have if a borrower can retract and retrieve payment that he sent with the Shuyach to the lender, that's on Dav. Yadala. Good number six. Which stuff do we have the Shiloh if hands can be washed half at a time? That's on Duff. Tezvav. Good number seven. Which stuff do we have the Rebuto holds that if the feet of a person who was told on a mikvah of exactly 40 saw are still in the mikvah, then the second person in there is tar because of good achis? That's on Duff. Tezayin. Good number eight. Which stuff do we have the Rebbe Mer's argument that freeing a slave causes him a loss of truma? That's on Duff. Yud Beis. Good number nine. Which of the one that the Shulich testifies that he is the second signature, the get is puzzle. That's on Dav. Tezvav. Good. And number ten. Which of the have a question whether two people bringing a get need to say Bufani Nechtav Ubufani Nechtam. That's on Dav. Tezayin. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham. Zichur wishing you a great day and great learning.